congratulations, you found yourself a new job. Now what? What should you do before you leave your old one? Today, I'm going to be talking about the essential things you should do to leave your company the right way and get you ready to start something new. Hello and a very warm welcome to episode number 28 of Your Bravo Career. My name is Mark Crossfield. I'm a professional career coach, helping you to love your job and build a great career. This podcast is about why your career matters, how you can enjoy what you're doing each day at work, and how to build a great career along the way. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about what you should do in the last weeks and days of your old job to end that role well and to get you ready for your next job. In my experience, these actions are often overlooked, so if you even if you're not about to leave your job, I think you'll find today's content very useful. We'll also be discussing a news item which is all about whether more of us are now aligning our careers with our ethics, wanting to work for company, companies, for example, that have values that align with our own, and wanting to do work that has a positive impact on the world. And as usual, I've got some helpful resources to share with you to help you in your career. Okay, let's move on to career news. In the news this week, there have been several reports about how more people are now seeking out jobs that align with their values and ethics. You might have seen some news reports yourself about the Great Resignation, people seeking out new careers post-COVID, and perhaps on the back of this, there is now some growing evidence that we're seeking out jobs that can have a positive impact on the world. The Evening Standard ran a piece recently, and in the article, which I'll link to in the show notes, they say that a growing number of us are willing to forego big paychecks and job security in the name of aligning career and soul. I like that, aligning career and soul. Also, Deloitte uh, produced a report recently, an annual global survey, which found that we're now more selective on the work we choose to do and are determined to hold ourselves and others accountable on society's most pressing issues. And that accountability extends beyond the personal. Climate, access to healthcare, diversity and inclusion where once it may have been enough to consider oneself an ethical consumer who shopped green and donated to charity, now many of us are determined to make ethical choices in our careers as well. It follows similar findings from LinkedIn. According to their workplace culture survey, 71% of professionals say they'll be willing to take a pay cut to work for a company that has a mission they believe in and with values they can, can subscribe to. Another interesting report, this time by Forbes, there's a description of how we've turned our back on certain types of companies. The article, again, which I'll link to in the show notes, lists 15 types of companies that people don't want to work for any longer. And the list makes interesting reading. The 15 industries that professionals say they would never work for because of ethical or moral reasons are as follows. And these are in alphabetical order. 
And there's 15 in this list. So the first is advertising and public relations, alcohol, cannabis, defence and military contractors, financial services and banking, firearms and ammunition, gambling, gig economy, health insurance, multi-level marketing businesses, oil and gas, pharmaceuticals, pornography, social media and tobacco and e-cigarettes. And it's very interesting to see that uh, as well as the usual suspects, firearms and ammunition, tobacco, pornography, etc., industries such as social media, health insurance and advertising and public relations are also included. So what are the career implications of all this? Well, it might be that now is a great time for you to reassess your career values. Do your values match those of the organisation you're working for? And does that matter to you? What do you think? Are you interested in aligning your values to the organisation or industry that you work in? Let me know. Okay, now let's get on with the main part of the show. So today I'm talking about how to leave your job the right way. What should you do? Who should you speak to? How do you leave your job the right way? It's pretty easy to think now you've secured a new opportunity that your work is done. Happy days! No need to give any attention to your departure from your current role or need preparation for the new one. But this will be a mistake. What happens in the last weeks before your departure can do a lot, and I mean a lot, to cement your reputation as a top performer and, of course, get you ready for the new role. So here are five practical things you can do to leave your company the right way and to get you ready to start something new. The first thing is to build confidence in your decision to leave. When it comes to taking a leap in your career, it becomes much easier when you're confident about your destination. Therefore, this first step is about reminding yourself why you're leaving your current role and, of course, reminding yourself that you deserve to be in a job you love and one that will love you back. No further need to put up with a job you hate or even, for that matter, one that's mediocre. Life's too short to compromise in your job choice. This mindset consolidates your decision and ensures you can make a confident departure. Also, being confident in your decision helps you to deal with other people's opinions about your departure, which, although well-meaning, could be unsettling in the lead-up to your leaving date. Being confident about your decision also helps the next tip, which is to tell your manager and make it official. Having decided to leave your organisation, you'll need to inform your manager of your decision. Yep, love the idea of this or hate the idea, it's got to be done. You also need to make sure you do this before telling anybody else. Your boss finding out from somebody else that you're leaving will make the process harder. So, the practicals. Arrange a meeting with your manager and prepare what you will say. In the meeting, it's best to get straight to the point and inform them that you will be leaving the company. Keep your statements professional by using phrases such as with regret and having given, given the matter lots of thought. This will help you keep a positive relationship with your boss and take the edge of any dis- disappointment. You'd also need to put your resignation in writing and this can be handed to your manager in the meeting or sent to them afterwards by email. 
At this time, it's also good to agree on an actual departure date based on the notice period for your post. If the meeting goes well, you'll have maintained a good relationship with your manager and at the same time have carried out the necessary practical requirements of leaving. Okay, that brings us on to the third thing that you should do to end well. So number three, deal with the practical issues. Dealing with the practical issues means having the integrity to end your current role well and making sure nothing gets left hanging, unfinished or without a next step plan to aid continuity. Someone's picking up the pieces of your job. So if you can make it as easy for that person as possible, then that is ideal. In some cases, you may have even got to train your replacement or at the very least have a handover meeting with somebody that can ensure continuity. As well as it being the right thing to do, one of the benefits of ending your contract well is it's more likely you'll receive a glowing reference from your employer. Okay, so when it comes to leaving your job the right way, so far we have number one, build confidence in your decision to leave. Two, tell your manager and make it official. And three, deal with the practical issues. And in a few minutes, we'll look at the final two ways you can leave your job the right way. But first, it's time for career resources. Okay, so the resource today is from the website resume-now.com. Resume-now.com. I'll put a link to this in the show show notes. This is a US site which provides professional career advice. And they've got some useful information about how to align your values with your career. And this ties nicely into today's news feature, of course, about values. You might also recall I talked about reviewing your values in episode 12, how to find a job you will love by using your work values. So if you haven't listened to that, you might want to go back and give it a listen. I'll put a link in the show notes to that episode. But getting back to the resume now values driven resource, what I like about this is that they divide core values into four sections. So these are intrinsic values, for example, responsibility, achievement, work environment values, benefits, flexibility, etc. Work content values, things like problem solving, helping, leading, etc. And finally, work relationship values such as teamwork, competition, or open communication. So I highly recommend you take a look at this resource. And I'll put a link, as I say, in the show notes, as well as a link to uh, the episode 12 of my podcast, which I think it'd be useful if you have a re-listen to. Okay, let's get back to part two of the episode. Welcome back to part two. So the first things we talked about in the first half, the practical things you can do to leave your company the right way and get ready to start something new were build confidence in your decision to leave, tell your manager and make it official and finally deal with the practical issues. So now we're going to cover the two remaining points. And the fourth way is to strengthen your network. Remember, you're leaving your company, but you're not leaving your connections. Your connections are your connections wherever you are. 
So before you leave your current organization, it's a good idea to strengthen your connections within that organization. There are a few reasons why this is a smart move. Firstly, it helps you to build your reputation in that organization beyond your departure. It helps people to remember you in a positive light. Your connections talk about you after you've gone. And this can boost your reputation. Secondly, and this often gets overlooked, what happens is, over time, many of those connections will move to work elsewhere. They'll leave and get a job somewhere else. So your connections begin to become scattered as your career progresses. And this can boost your career possibilities further by being connected to a growing spread of potential decision makers who rate you as an employee. It's especially important not to weaken any of your connections as you leave. So, for example, make sure you don't burn any bridges by speaking badly about your current employer or boss. Even if you're feeling bitter towards your organisation, it's essential to remain professional. Okay, the next and final step, step five, is to plan your first steps in your new role. Having decided to take the leap, it's a good idea to do some initial preparation for this new chapter in your career. The first 100 days in a new role sow the seeds for success. And starting well will mean it'll be more likely that you'll enjoy success in the new role beyond the first few months. So start to think about your vision for the role, what you want to achieve, and the more short-term goals such as meeting your new team and delivering a quick win. Some of these ideas will need to be refined when you actually start the role, but thinking about them in advance helps you to plan ahead. Increase your motivation for the role and, of course, make success more likely. Finally, an extra sub-tip here. If you can, try to avoid ending one role on a Friday afternoon and starting your new role on a Monday morning. Seek to create a gap and some headspace if you can to prepare you for the new challenge and to plan out your first 100 days. Okay, so that's the five points. So... The five things you can do to take the leap and leave your job in the right way are number one, build confidence in your decision to leave. Number two, tell your manager and make it official. Number three, deal with the practical issues. Number four, strengthen your network. And number five, plan the first steps in your new role. And sometimes you may need additional support to end one role well and in making a great start in a new job. In which case, seek help from those around you or get professional support. If you need help from a professional coach, reach out to me and let's have a free 45-minute chat. I can support you to make the leap into a more enjoyable role. And that just leaves the career takeaway. Your career takeaway today is to review these five things that you can do to leave your job the right way. And make the leap forward with confidence. Okay, so that's it for today. We've come to the end of another episode. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can email me at mark at bravocoaching.co.uk and you can find the show notes at bravocoaching.co.uk forward slash podcast. If you're interested in working with me, you can book a free discovery call on my website. And if you haven't already subscribed, why not do that now? I've got plenty of interesting episodes ahead. 
and uh, some really special guests that I'll be inviting on this show. Have a wonderful week and I'll speak to you again in a couple of weeks' time. Bye for now.